Welcome, Soul Tribe, to Deep Soul Awakenings with your hosts, Chastity Ryan and Millie Franco. Get ready to shed some light on the unspoken aspects of spiritual and healing journeys. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of Deep Soul Awakenings. This is your host, Millie. Hello, hello, hello. Um... So this is the second solo episode that I am doing. Um, just to give a little bit of an update on Chas, she is feeling better. Um, not 100%, but she definitely is taking care of herself. So please, please, please keep sending her all of the love and the healing vibes as she continues on her journey of bettering her health. Um, and with that, I'm just going to get into it. Um, I'm going to be honest, it does feel a little weird um, to continue recording and not have someone who's going back and forth with me. But I promised myself that I would keep going and continue the mission, continue the path, and continue to use my voice to share information that resonates with other people so that I can continue to help plant seeds in others for them to water. Because I'm going to be honest with you guys, watching the people around me transform and shift and bloom into these newer versions of themselves that are more just aligned with their authentic selves and being able to know the people around me as their authentic selves has definitely just been such a blessing. Um, I know last episode I was saying that I was in my darkness and I was kind of going through it. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I feel like what I was having was essentially a dark night of the soul. And I went into the deep, like the deep, deep trenches of the darkness, you know, like the deep depths of the ocean. And it was dark and it was scary. And I did not like it there at all. But I realize now that it was necessary. You know, we have been asking for the shift in perspective, the shift in our life, and all of these things. And there was a lot of things that we were still carrying with us. And in order to bring the things to the surface that are stopping us from literally turning to the next page, a lot of times we do have to go into the dark night of the soul and go into that deep darkness so that we can bring that trauma up from the places that we have buried it inside in order to give it a name, process it, release it, and let it go. Um, and being on the other side of that, I can honestly say that I have seen a shift in my life and I do feel like right now I do have a nervous system reset where I'm able to receive and also give and there's just a sense of like reciprocity that I feel right now that is absolutely beautiful. Um, right now I just feel like I'm concentrating more on the beautiful things in my life, the blessings in my life. And as I concentrate more on those things, I continue to find more. We always speak about, you know, the energy you are inside is the energy that you attract and the energy you receive and give. And it's very true. You know, perspective is the most powerful thing that we have. Literally a change of perspective has the ability to change our lives and when you try to find the good in things, you know, and 
a, a shitty situation is a shitty, a shitty situation, no matter how you put it. But to be able to be in that situation and still receive blessings is amazing. Essentially, we want to be able to still see the beautiful things in life, even in our darkness, because when you're able to do that, there's always still some light. And I know for me, the people that I have around me, the circle that I have around me is definitely that light. Sometimes when I'm in my darkness and I can't find my light and I can't see myself, I have others that a lot of times I don't even tell them I'm in my darkness, but they can kind of feel it. And they come in and they see me. And even though sometimes I, I'm not, I'm going to be honest, you know, I'm only human. I have my moments where I'm just not trying to receive the light that they're trying to give me. But no matter what, after the conversations, I always feel a little bit better and I see a little bit more light. And with that, I wanted to talk to everyone about mirrors. You know, we tend to surround ourselves within this lifetime when it comes to our friends and our family and just the people that we have around us in our community with mirrors, reflections of ourselves. And in all of this work and in everything that I have been learning, I've learned that depending on where you are in your journey, will reflect the type of mirrors that you see around you. And I know that when I was deep in my wounds and deep in my hurt, deep in my trauma, the mirrors that I had around me were all people who were experiencing the same thing, who were living the same life, who were coping the same way, except the only difference is, is that things that they would do would irritate me and trigger me to no end. And at that time, I didn't know why, you know, and when you're in that victim mind state, it's just like, well, they're doing something to trigger me. But now thinking of it and detaching myself from it and really looking back at it, I can, I can see and I know that the things that were irritating me about people and triggering me about people were things that were unhealed within me. It was reflecting back to me things that were unhealed in me, things that I had been through, reactions that I was having myself, but I was essentially, you know, judging them for it and, and, and passing judgment and just deciding that they were irritating and kind of like projecting that wounding onto them too, you know, because a lot of times we project the energy that we're feeling on inside onto others unknowingly. And now that I'm on this other shot, other side of a shift and this other side of perspective, I am again looking at my mirrors and the people that I am surrounded by. And to be honest with all of you, right now in the people around me and the mirrors that I see around me, I see pieces of myself that I had convinced myself were no good or were undesirable or weren't good parts of me, I see them now reflected back at me in my community and the, pe and the people that I love so much. And it really just has opened this different perspective and way of thinking for me. I have one friend who is authentically herself. She is funny. She's goofy. She's in your face. She 
lives her life and you know don't get me wrong she's also on a healing journey she has her down days but one of the most things that I love about her is that she's always going to be herself no matter where she is she's always going to sing to herself she's always going to dance to herself she's always going to crack jokes you know she's always going to be her and I remember that side of me and I remember being told that that side of me was aggressive and that men didn't like it and it wasn't good to always put that side of me first and slowly you know I started to box that part of myself in and stick it down and until it got to the point where I was no longer connected to it and I was disconnected from it and now and being with her and seeing her and, and loving her for who she is and holding space for her it reminds me of a part of myself that I miss so much that I want to get back connected to, that I want to be just part of me again, you know, and I feel like that's so beautiful. I have another friend who is very soft and just everything about her is soft and she's very loving and I look at her and I love that about her. It's one of my favorite things about her. And I look at myself and I remember a time where I was soft too. And I was told that I was too soft. And, you know, I was like jello because I was too emotional. And I slowly started boxing that side off of myself too. And now I look at her and I love her so much for it. And it reminds me that it was also a part of me that I want to reconnect myself with. You know, and just one more example, because um, I like to do things in threes. Um, I have another friend who creates beautiful, beautiful things, whether it be talismans or smudge fans or jewelry, just creates energy and, 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 and just these beautiful, like, talismans and headdresses and things that are amazing and what I most admire about him is the fact that he holds himself to a standard and he creates things with energy and intention and he knows the energy and intention that he puts into all that he creates and he will not allow anyone to tell him that these things are less than amazing and less than the energy that he has put into them and when I look at myself, I want to get back to that place where there is no self-doubt. There is no voice in my head telling me that, you know, maybe, I guess maybe it isn't that great. No, like, I want to get back to the part of myself, the child's part of myself that would create things and make things and feel so grateful and feel so just like, well, you know what, I did that and that is exactly what it needs to be so I'm here with all of these mirrors and I'm here seeing all of these beautiful things about people and being reminded of the beautiful things about me that I had forgotten and that perspective is just so empowering and beautiful and and with that perspective it also allows me to look at other people and to see their darkness and to see the places that they are and the hurt that they carry and remember those parts of myself, remember what it was like, remember what it was that I did to heal those parts of myself. But it gives me the ability to be able to hold space for them as they are and where they are in their journey. 
and interact with them from a place that allows me to see that nothing that they are doing is a direct reflection of myself and any hurt that they are inflicting or, or, or that I feel that they might be trying to send me and at the end of the day really has nothing to do with me and more to do with the things that they are carrying and the hurt that they are. And it just really allows me to hold space for people. And I am internally grateful for that. So I challenge all of you, you know, look at your communities, look at the people that you have around you and see what it is that they're mirroring to you. Look at your friends and see the qualities that you love about them and see if you can find those qualities in yourself. Look at the, the wounds that they are carrying and see if they have those wounds that you carry as well. You know, we are a reflection of our community. And at the end of the day, we come together to support each other and lift each other up. Everything is with a purpose and every connection is with purpose. And I challenge all of you to see the purpose in that. I also want to just touch on my inner child, our inner children. In the work that I have been doing, in the ancestral work that I have been doing, in the classes that I've been taking, I have learned that for a lot of us, we've been operating from our child acting as an adult. Because at some point in our lives, we were told that, not even told, we were made to feel like we had to be the adult. So our littles have been trying to be the adult and we're essentially like angry and, and sad and feeling all of these emotions because, you know, it's our littles that are in control and we're, we're feeling all these feelings of inadequacy and, and things that just make us feel really bad and continuing with the patterns and we're not realizing that we're not, we're, we're just not allowing our children to be children. We're so disconnected from our adult selves that we're unable to distinguish the two. And I've come to realize that when my inner child is adulting, like a signifier for me that my inner child is the one who's adulting is that self-doubt that comes in. Whenever I'm doing something and it's like me trying to be the adult and be responsible and doubt comes in, now I realize that that's a sign that my adult is not in control and I have the opportunity and the ability to literally speak to myself and speak to my child and speak to my adult and tell my child that it's okay to fall back and just be a child and ask my adult to take the driver's seat. You know, we have the ability to speak to the energy within us, the, the spirit within us, our ancestors, everything. We, are, we have the ability to speak and ask and say who's going to be in control and say who's going to be in the driver's seat. Because essentially, you know, this ancestral work, this work that we're doing, this, this elevation of our ancestors, essentially, when it comes down to it, we are the work. We are healing ourselves in order to heal our ancestors. Everything that we are doing is connected to us healing within this existence now in order to heal our ancestors. And we can 
sit at our altars and, and light all the candles and write all the petitions and do all the spell work and do all the things. But if we are not healing ourselves, then none of that is able to come into fruition. The work that we do is not only at our altars, the work that we do is every day. We have to continue to go to these places within us where we've hit and hurt, where we've hidden hurt and trauma and allow it to come up to the surface so that we can process it. We need to process these things. We need to give these things names so that we can release them so that they no longer have such holds on us. And I know that this journey isn't easy. And I know that a lot of times it feels really hard. But I promise you that even when you are in your darkness, when you come out of it, things do get better, things do shift, and they continue to change every day. I just want to say to all of you, you know, give your child some space to be a child. Remember the things that brought you joy when you were a kid. Allow yourself to draw pictures. Allow yourself to do to make a painting. Go play in the sprinklers with your kids. Like, do the things that you used to love to do that you told yourself you couldn't do because you had to be an adult. Because in nowhere is it really written that we can't do these things. In nowhere is it really written that we cannot participate in the things that give us joy. We have the ability to be in joy. We just need to remember what that joy is, what it is that we enjoy. And remember who we are, essentially. You know, who, who are we really? What parts of ourself did we push down and forget? What parts of ourself are we disconnected from? And what parts of ourself do we want to connect with again? Call those fragments and pieces back to you. Ask your ancestors to heal those fragmented pieces and return them to you slowly so that you can continue to receive and reintegrate every single part of it. You are the work. You are the ancestor who future generations will pray to because you have, pray you have paved the way for others. You are literally the most important person. So I just wanted to give some reads quickly before I end this episode. Um, so for the week of July 9th through the 15th, the theme or essentially what it is that we're going to be concentrating on or feeling or going through like the energy, if you will. The cards that I pulled are Death and the Knight of Rods. Death, while it can mean death, yes, it also means rebirth and transformation and shifting. And I feel like we all just came out of a place where we were faced with a lot. You know, we've been feeling funky. We've been in our fields. We've been in the darkness. But right now we're finding our light again. And right now that shift that we asked for is exactly what we're getting. We had been waiting and waiting and waiting for things to shift, for perspectives to change, and now we are there. And what I'm getting from this is for us to embrace it. Embrace the change, allow yourself to transform. In the situations where you are being met with the 
same situations and, and the same types of energy, you're being met with that, not because you are being tested, no, because you are being asked to transform. And in order to do this work, in order to be about this work, in order to create change, we have to start making different decisions. And these situations are arising so you can make the choice to do something different, make the choice to shift your perspective, make the choice to leave that old part of yourself, that, that unhealed part of yourself, to release it and let it go and to take that lesson with you, but not take that baggage. Don't take that push down emotion. Don't take the things from it that you don't need. You're being asked to really make the decision to change your perspective and change the way that you see things and really make decisions based on what feels good to you. You, you feel, you can feel what's aligned for you. If you're in a situation where it doesn't feel good and you're making these decisions and you're feeling like it's just not aligned, which you're telling yourself you have to because of some standard or something that you were taught, but you know, you know it's not going to be good for you. I'm asking you to choose yourself. The other card that we are getting is Knight of Rods. And what this is asking is for us to create a plan. Stop going into things. Stop going into this without a plan. Think of what it is that you want to accomplish. Think of what it is that you want to change. Think of where it is that you want to go. Write it down on paper. Write down the steps that you have to do. Figure out what truly feels like it's in alignment with you. Someone told me this week, you know, you have your business, but how is your business? You know how you want your business to serve others, but how is your business serving you? And I was like, oh, okay. How is this business serving me? And I came to the conclusion that within my business, it gives me an outlet to connect. It gives me an outlet to be able to create and connect with people and, and teach others how to be their medicine. And it serves me because as I teach others, I remind myself how to be the medicine. But for a lot of us, you know, sometimes we get too eager. We want to just jump in and go and do. And what spirit is really asking you to do is to just pause and take a, take, take a step back. Look at the bigger picture. Allow yourself to be present and create a plan on how you want to move forward. If you're able to create a plan, then you are able to set a solid foundation. You don't want this foundation to fall as it has in the past. You're different now. You don't need to make the same decisions. I pulled some Oracle cards today. One of the ones that I pulled is two worlds and it's in reverse. And what this essentially is saying is exactly what I have been saying. You know, you have to do the work. You can sit at your altar and ask for things and ask for things to change and set your petitions. But unless you are doing the physical work in the physical world, it will not be able to come into fruition. It's two worlds. It's the spiritual world and the physical world. As above, so below. You have to do work in both places in order to continue, in order to manifest, in order to make things happen. You can't focus on one and neglect the other because both create the whole. Both are equally as important. The other card that I pulled is Ascension. Um, it's actually one of my favorite cards. 
Um, and it's really just a call to remember we are all divine energy. We are all light, essentially. But we are having a human existence and all of this is necessary. But don't allow yourself to forget to actually also live life. Remember what it is to feel joy. Remember what it is that brings you happiness. Allow yourself to be free in the moment. Allow yourself to do the things that you enjoy. You know, for me, I know one thing that stops me on the weekends is I'm always telling myself, well, I got to clean the house before I can go anywhere. Because growing up, that was the requirement. And now I'm realizing that it's so much more beneficial for me to go out and go to the beach and enjoy the day with my boys than it is for me to stay home and clean my house. The house will get cleaned when it's cleaned. But those memories, those moments, those that, that beautiful time that I am spending with my boys, that moment, those moments where I am feeling joy, that is so worth so much more. It is priceless. And I just want to read um, something from the actual Oracle deck. It's the Chalks of Kikango deck by Agenos. And she says, the, for Ascension, level up. Your ascension will require you to unravel, unlearn, and shed. Low vibrating thoughts, habits, and spaces cannot ascend with you to your new heights. So I say this as a reminder. When you are in your darkness, when you are feeling these things, when these things are being brought up, remind yourself. This is being brought up so that I can release it and let it go. Because I'm going to the next level. And in the next level, there is no room for these things because in the next level, I am that much more powerful. So I have no time for all of these things. I can take my lesson, but I don't need to carry those emotions. Until next time, guys, I'm sending you all so much love. Thanks for listening to this episode and continuing on this journey with us. Be sure to join our growing communities on Facebook and Instagram. We can't wait to have you back with us next week. Thank you for allowing us to be your voice. Until next time, remember to take care and be kind to yourself.